Spart Sharp with Becoming Quantum Conscious at United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network on 107.7 105.3, broadcasting out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. And um, I'm in Austin, Texas, as well as my guest today. But of course, we are all over the world, thanks to the internet and such wonderful platforms as Roku. So we were all um, on television tonight and uh, that's why we all look so festive. And uh, also on Facebook, YouTube and other platforms such as Spreaker. And um, today we have two really special guests with the theme of plant medicine and So when we talk about plant medicine, we're talking about mind expansive plants that open our awareness and consciousness. And this is very much a sacred spiritual experience that um, brings forth a, a higher awareness. It's been guided to such. And what makes that happen is people like my guest today who are medicine women. They are priestess, so to speak. So we want to welcome Carol Johnson. She is at the top. And Ame Pena, she's the at the bottom. Yes, thank you for acknowledging it. Welcome to the show, uh, ladies. Uh, I, I, uh, you both are just wonderful priestess, uh, and, and you both work out of Austin, Texas, but of course you two both travel all over the place to do sacred ceremonies. And, um, maybe, maybe the first question I just want to ask, we're going to have just a bit of a panel discussion you know, what does plant medicine mean to you? And who wants to start first? (laughs) I guess I'll start. Uh, What plant medicine means to me is the way we have a symbiotic relationship with plants anyway, uh, with the oxygen that we breathe and the carbon dioxide that that we give off, we have this exchange with them already. Um, We have plant medicines that are that that heal us uh, that we're not actually talking about today, but uh, we have a long relationship with them. And this is just another level of relationship. This is another way an energetic way to be in communion uh, with the plants. And uh, they have a lot for us. They have a lot to offer us. And when they put us in a state of altered, I guess, altered states, um, we are able to um, want to step into the spirit world and where everything is possible. Nothing is defined in that moment. We're able to um, connect to our, the angels, our spirit guides, um, power animals, even extraterrestrials, just, it doesn't matter. It's a frequency and it's all a frequency of love. Uh, mm-hmm. And the second we're able to, 
Yeah, and the second is once we're able to step out of our normal reality, we're able to look back at ourselves and to see like what our patterns are, what are the things that we um, have been uh, taught, our belief system that we had growing up, we call it um, um, a domestication. Um, you know, all of our belief systems are set by the time we were five years old about who we are and how we are in the world. And um, it gives us a chance to look back at that and to see like where these patterns are and see how we're just playing a part in the pattern and how that we can actually take ourselves out of those patterns and create the life that we want for ourselves. That's a wonderful explanation. Thank you, Carol. Uh, Ame, do you have anything to add to that? Absolutely. That was beautiful, Carol. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's so many different levels because everything is medicine. And when we start talking about these sacred plants, these are our plant teachers, our master mm -hmm. plant teachers. And um, when I commune with these uh, medicines, they are here to show me uh, my blind spots and they're here to show me the things in a loving way um, so we I can address uh, stories and traumas I've had from my childhood and these plants allow, allow me to uh, put those fragmented pieces back together in love and mm -hmm. harmony and rewrite that story mm -hmm. and um, I, I give thanks to these plant medicines because it's a way of life. It's a way of life into stepping into the higher consciousness to your higher self with sovereignty and love. These are our plant teachers and their tools and everything is medicine at the end of the day. Mm. Aho. Aho. And you both have mentioned the word love. And I'd like to add to that and, and ask if you agree or if it's, you want to extend upon it, but love comes down to a vibration and, and, you know, in using the plant medicines, it, it just sounds like you are bringing in another vibration that teaches you your consciousness, how to vibrate that way. And it is a, a form of love. There's many forms of love and vibration. Um, and it's a very abstract concept. It's hard to put into words, but yeah. uh, <laughs> that's, it's, it's weird. I'm, I was driving, I, of course, I spend a lot of time in uh, Southwest France and there's a lot of extraterrestrials there. And sometimes they just pop into my head, like a voice shows up and, and, and this voice says, it's all about vibrations. We just, and, and you just want to get higher and higher in these. And the best way you humans know how to explain it is through the concept of love. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of comes through in, in so many ways. And, you know, um, most, you know, one of the most important parts about plant medicine is that it's a ritual. It's not something that everybody gets around and just does on a Saturday night, something like that. But it's something you prepare for. 
and you too as medicine women help the people prepare, teach them and go through your, your ritual training with whoever you expose plant medicine to. So could you just share a little bit about what that process is for, for y'all? Are you talking about the preparation then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And I know yeah. it's, everybody does it differently, but then again, I'm sure you both have common ground with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, for one thing, you want to prepare the body. And so part of preparing the body is what we call a dieta. So you are eating very healthy foods. You're eating very easily digestible foods to kind of clean out your system beforehand and uh, maybe abstain from things that aren't necessarily good for you. And every time that you abstain from them, you're, you're actually um, showing your commitment to the process. Uh, because it is can be a very difficult process. If you just came in it, you know, just willy nilly. And um, like you said, on a Saturday night, uh, you might be in for a big shock and a big surprise. Uh, you have to be mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually prepared to do this work. Um, we also have something what's called the sacred inquiry, where we just ask, we have a notebook or a workbook that we just ask questions uh, for them to fill out on their own about why they to have this experience with this uh, benevolent spirit of nature and uh, what it is that they're actually looking for uh, from the process. And so that's really how we prepare people to come to ceremony. Are those, are those things right there? Um, mm -hmm. Ame, did you have something? Um, yes. So these uh, sacred plants to commune, we, it's always done in a ritualistic uh, way. And in my point of view, I see that the ceremony begins before the ceremony begins with intention, intentionality, intentions. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all part of the dieta is the intentions of coming into this medicine without expectations. This is something that I teach very much so uh, because that could uh, lead to, to sadness. Uh, I mean, expectations is just not something that we, we teach and it's something that is, we let go of those things in this work. And um, when we come into these sacred spaces, the time of the ceremony, we've already prepped for it. We've prayed over it. And when we open our ceremonies, we do them with seven sacred directions to protect the space from the unseen and the seen world, because we're inviting these benevolent spirits to come. Pardon me. Mm. So, so when you start to journey into using plant medicines, you're basically opening yourself up in ways you never know, known before. And therefore there could be some aspect of vulnerability with that. And that's why you're asking for protection. Correct. Correct. So we uh, always invoke our elements into the space 
So the four directions, the east, the south, the west, the north. Earth is our bodies, water is our blood, fire is our spirit, and air is our breath. And then the element to the our heart, the fifth element. And then we give the uh, directions of above, of the skies, our UFO friends. <laughs> mm. And then Mother Earth. We thank Mother Earth for her plants that we're about to come in. Yeah. It sounds very familiar with uh, American Indian mm -hmm. uh, rituals. Yeah. Yes, I... I walk the red road as well. So um, I do, uh, I'm part of the Lakota family, the Blue Star Ranch uh, Sundance. And uh, we adopt these ways with the elements in the earth. Go ahead, Carol. In time and space, that it I'm having some technical difficulties with the headphones. Is that is that what I'm, is going on? I can't hear Carol. Yeah, I can't either. Um, I may well. I'm going to just unplug my ear headphones for just a second, Carol. It's something. Can you hear me? No, not at all. Uh, this Your happens from time to time. No, I can't. Um, I may, would you unplug yours and just see if we get this? Go ahead, Carol. Well, I was going to hear me. I can hear you. You talk because now you sound. It's still coming through in a really funky Good way. I don't know if it's my computer. Hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to plug back into my headphones. Um, Carol, would you speak again? Can you hear me? Is it any better? No. Right. Um, I have a set of headphones. Yeah, like are coming in. Hello. Can you hear me good, Bart? I can. I can hear yeah. you now. It's it's I can't hear you, Carol, very well. I don't know if it's the Um so Carol, would you unplug your earphones and see if that helps? Okay. 
see. It says I'm All connected. Right. Yes. There, there you go. Keep speaking to Carol. Yes. <laughs> Can you hear me now? I, can. I didn't really do anything. I didn't well, do anything. It, you know, I, I, I've been in crop circles before in, 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 in England. And all of a sudden, I start hearing these clicking noises all around me, almost like the uh, wheat plants, which had these little seeds in them, are all shaking and they're clicking. And, and, and then I learned later through one of the hosts on uh, United Public Radio Network, Michelle Debrashare, she has a show called The Outer Beyond. Mm -hmm. And she always says, yes, ETs do this little clicking sound all the time around me. Uh, she has a <laughs> lot of ET friends that are very close to her. <laughs> <laughs> gives her a lot of insight and information and that's what it sounded like it's so strange but now we're still on and it must have been some sort of internet connection problem there's so many variables so as we think about where we were before the clicking came on um carol you were talk talking about um we're the the directions. About, yes, the directions. Thank you. And that they were American Indian origins, but they were also other source. And Ami, you, you did a prayer earlier. We did a prayer before we started the show. And, um, you know, could you just tell us about that and show the instruments they use? And if you could, would you mind doing like a, 20, 30 second prayer uh, with an intention that we're going to have a clearer connection. <laughs> <laughs> Is that possible? Indeed. Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> All right. So we're going to have a prayer here. <laughs> to all of my relations, calling in all of our spirit guides, our ancestors, all the four elements. Earth is our body, air is our breath, water is our blood, fire is our spirit. May we have clear connection. This is a chakapa leaves, and they're used to harmonize they used to sing with uh, during plant medicines because it helps uh, with the vibration since we're sound and everything's energy and vibrations. These chakapa leaves help harmonize and move the medicine and the energies through our body. So that's mm -hmm. what these are used for. And then I'm carrying here on my left uh, an eagle feather. I pray with an eagle feather. And this is a called the hochika stick and these are planted all around the arbor in a native american sun dance for uh, protection and they each have a little mm -hmm. uh, eagle feather with a tobacco prayer on it and each hochika stick has its spirit and at the end of the sun dance we are able to take one with us so this is my uh, sacred tools that i use to pray and and share consciousness and wisdom to the world. So thank you for allowing me to share this with you. 
Oh, yes. And, and it, it sounds like it's also like as you hold them and you say the prayers and shake the shaker, it's almost like the vibration of the earth is coming more in present along with other elements. Is that correct? Correct. It's all unified. We're going into the unified conscious field. And the thing why we pray with bird uh, feathers is because our prayers can reach there because they're the one animal on this planet that defies gravity. Mm. Yeah. So that's a good thing to, to uh, <laughs> receive and know with yeah. that. And so um, this is kind of a simple question. Carol, do you have anything to add to to uh, any of that? We, I know we've had this great interruption, and we're <laughs> uh, with the ET clicking. Uh, that's I yeah I I yeah Mother Ayahuasca she and with the other plants as well. As soon as you commit to a ceremony, as soon as you say yes you know, on the computer or whatever it is, she starts working on you then. And mm. you may have, you may have a lot of things, a lot of intentions and things that, that you want going into that situation uh, to be resolved or looked at. And um, part of the reason that we do the sacred inquiry is because sometimes, a lot of times actually those things will actually work themselves out ahead of time and that's not even really the reason that you're there. That is just some of the clutter that just needs to get out of the way to get to a deeper sense of healing and a deeper sense of the, uh, of the person who they really are. And so, so when you speak of Mother Goddess beginning to work on you, is, is that almost like she's working in your etheric fields? And, and of course, your body is, is your yes. big etheric field, but there's seven uh, astral fields out there. Yeah. And, so, uh, I mean, I don't know. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. You get it. <laughs> I tend to talk fast. I'll try to slow down. Uh, no, you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's, um, oh, now I'm kind of lost here for a second. Uh, go back to what you were saying. <laughs> well, just that when you, when you like make a commitment on your computer to uh, do a ceremony, you're connecting with the goddess at that point. And right. that's when the process begins, almost like she's connecting into your different fields. Yep. Yeah, and she's already working on you. And, and there's, I don't know how many people that will call me and say, hey, I just don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And I'm, like, and I'm just like, well, what's going on? And they said, well, as soon as I signed up, you know, all of a sudden, it's just like everything is falling apart. And I'm just like, that's it. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she she works in the body. Um, she works um situationally um there may be you know things that just are coincidence that pop up um putting the right people the right things the right uh situations in your path um for you to um to to see and to work through 
um, before you ever show up. Yeah, mm. so it's really fascinating how that happens. And after you leave a ceremony, uh, she's still with you and she's still working on with you, working with mm. you. She works on and on and on. And she's always an, a guide and ally that you can call upon. And I, I remember specifically after my very first retreat that I sat with, and then my second one, there was about six months between the two. And um, when I got to my second one, it was like, I could see this picture of how all these things had happened, good and bad, things had happened along the way that when I showed up, it was, it was like a divine plan. And I'm like, look at you. You planned this the whole time, didn't you, Mother Ayahuasca? Uh, <laughs> indeed. And, and so can you, yeah. when you talk about a goddess, can you give us a little bit more about, can you explain that a little bit or both of you about that? Yeah. What is that? How do you interpret that? How do you, I don't want to say define it, but can you tell us more? So, um, I, I love Mother Ayahuasca. She is like the great mother, uh, grandmother energy. Uh, so when we call upon her as a goddess and we commune with her, she is a consciousness. She is a spirit and we are communing with that goddess. And she brings in that energy of motherly and love to come and heal the space mm -hmm. in the heart. So that and most of our traumas, they start with the mother, the wounding of the mother. We, what happened in the womb when our mothers were carrying us? Mm -hmm. What happened after birth? The, those repressed memories that are in your subconscious. And she comes mm -hmm. with this great mother goddess energy to come and help and heal that with loving frequency and energy. Um, so all these plants have their each unique essence and spirit to them. Mm -hmm. And I'm explaining as I'm going <laughs> with what my mother ayahuasca is. And she's the first plant that I communed with to start this journey when I started my uh, healing journey. Uh, little, uh, I was, uh, when I started, I was battling or had my issues with alcohol. I no longer have that because I have a different relationship. These plants have taught me to have relationships and switch my perspective on, on the way we look at the world because it's all perspective shift. Yes. And these plant allies allow us to be like, aha, okay, now I can switch it. So Mother Ayahuasca is also her energy, her vine, she twists. That's how it is in nature. And she yes. works in her gut. She works in her gut biome and she twists the emotional mm -hmm. stuff that we have trapped in there. And that's why she's known as a purg as she purges because she eliminates with love purging these unnecessary lessons. And now we know we can let them go with love. And that's what the whole experience of mother ayahuasca is to help us heal from that motherly wound coming back to that care and that love and that nurture. Mm. I've also heard it as the goddess of the jungle. Yes. That would be very much the same yeah. thing. 
And, you know, as you describe it, there's a lot of similarities with, I dare say, don't want to offend anybody, Mother Mary, and that she nurtures, Mm -hmm. she connects. They come in in different ways. When I think of Mother Mary, it's very heart-centered. And, uh, oh gosh, not not too far away from me. I don't want to run from my radio, but I have a ayahuasca vine that I meditate with and it's twisting (laughs) and (laughs) it's so connecting. I go into a world where I feel like the root fibers of the whole planet are at my access. Uh, I'm a meditator. Yeah, there, there's another aspect to this vine that uh, that she is is um, like I was saying before that when we leave our ceremonies, um, she is with us, and we carry medicine because of the lessons that we have learned and the healing work that we've done on ourselves carries over to everyone around us, our family, our friends, our communities, and so they get to receive medicine from us. So the vine is spreading and then more people Mm. actually find about, find out about ayahuasca as well. And when they're called to it, they will commune with it. If not, that's fine too, but they still receive the medicine of, of her vine. And uh, so she's traveling all around the world. And that is another feminine energy that you can look at because the world needs more of this kind of motherly love in it. And um, yeah. And um, she can also be a stern mother too (laughs) when she needs to be, but it's all, it still all comes from love. Yes. Sometimes we, sometimes we do need to be pushed a little bit farther and if we just push a little bit farther, then we have the breakthrough. Yes. And that's that's what we want to get to. It's a complex collective consciousness that mm-hmm. and it's an unseen world. So it's hard to uh, always understand. And as y'all, you two speak, the word that we've not said uh, that seems to intertwine with all your statements is faith and belief and feeling something inside of you that gives you the answers. Uh, so it, go ahead. She helps us to understand and to embody what faith actually means. Because we get to um, we get to experience this really deep communion with the spirit world and with the actual quantum field of potentialities that are out there, and we re- start to realize that with our intentions and when our intentions are pure and in our heart, that we can actually have an effect on the world. And we can actually change mm. things. So uh, we just recently, the group of friends of mine, uh, we were at um, Jacob's Well recently, just about maybe and, a week and a half ago. Now let's explain and, this. Uh, let's explain this, what Jacob's Well is. Yeah. It's, it's in the hill country of South Texas, west of Austin. 
and this whale goes very deep into the ground. Uh, yeah, into the aquifer. A prolific, a prolific spring, but lately it's not as prolific. Yes, they have closed it off um, to the public. You used to can swim in it, but the water table has gotten so low that it's not safe to do it. The fecal count is too high, and it's just because there's so much demand for water uh, in this area, especially in the hill country. Hill country, there's several. Uh, there's more people moving to Austin area every day. And so it's just something that we have to come to terms with. And it's a very sacred place. It's, it's been running for as long as we know. And yes. uh, we went there, we went there to do a prayer ceremony and to see her. One of the things that we did was to see her full and flowing again. And, and we prayed and we prayed and we sang and we celebrated her. And wouldn't you know it, in a matter of like two or three days, we've had rain and we've had rain all week. And I just got yes. pictures that she is flowing again. So wow. that is the power of faith. That is the power of prayer right there. Yes. We are co-creators. We are co-creators with spirits. We have more power than we think we do, than we ever could have imagined. We just that have to tap into it. That's the magical yep. properties of prayer with the feminine, the divine feminine, whether it be Mother mm -hmm. Ayahuasca, Gaia, Mother Mary, um, Isis, mm -hmm. uh, Shakti, all of these goddess energies or other spirits of nature. Uh, that we're yeah. connected and we are a catalyst. Uh, and, and you brought up something. There's two questions. There's two directions I want to go. Thinking about this, since we're on this spiritual bin, you were telling me about a, a workshop or a, I don't know if that's not the right word, but a ritual or a teaching from this tribe that gave a beautiful explanation of this. Um, situation. Oh. You remember that? Yes, that that would be the Caro Nation uh, from Peru. They're up in the Andes, and these are high mountain villages up there that basically they have a cosmovision, and it basically comes down to that uh, you um, are part of everything. And because of that, you can exchange energy with everything. You can tap into the energy of the mountains, the hills, the rivers, the lakes, the sun, the stars, the moon, um, the plants, the rocks, the earth, everything you can commune with. And when you commune, you're exchanging energy with them for one. So then you're back into that flow of energy but also too, you can be power filled. And that's the appropriate way to be power filled is to be power filled by nature, because that's yeah, that, not, that's not ego-based power. That's I'm, having a hard, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding that, that word power cell or seal, or how do you spell that? Sorry, my accent, power filled. F-I-L-L-E-D. Oh, power filled. Oh, <laughs> I'm from Texas. Okay, it's all Texas. right. <laughs> all right. So it's power filled within yeah, you. Yeah. 
Exactly. It's funny. It's funny. So many people in the community of greater consciousness, that big new age, spiritual, uh, religious, they all want power filled, but often people want a better polarized reality. They want a, a, a better partner or a better home, a better job, car. But what you're saying in this community, it's totally different. Your desires is a connection for higher consciousness, healing. Uh, and personal sovereignty. In, in personal sovereignty? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you explain that concept? <laughs> personal Ame, sovereignty. Uh, uh, do you have an idea on what that is for you as well? Let's get both of y'all's idea. And okay. personal sovereignty. Personal sovereignty is where you are in the seat of your power. You have clarity of mind and clarity of heart to, to, make, to make decisions for yourself and to not be in necessarily influenced by others or influenced by um, your upbringing, uh, your patterns, uh, your traumas, uh, any of that, so that you are on your path, your sacred path of what you came here to experience in this lifetime or what you came here to do in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Having that personal sovereignty so that when, let's say, someone comes up into your field and says something to you and it triggers, triggers something, it doesn't, ugh, it doesn't sound right to you, and it triggers an emotional reaction from you, but then be able to say, oh, okay, well, Carol, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that inside of me. And okay, so I have a little bit of work to do there. But that person, whatever they said, it really had nothing to do with me. That's just, that's just their projection. That's their patterns, what they're going through. And be able to come back to that center. And once I'm in that center and I take a breath, all of a sudden the clarity of mind comes. And then I'm able to respond to this person in an appropriate way that actually reaches and connects, connects to them. Mm -hmm. As opposed so, to me just, of, of just bouncing off of each other. You know, I'm, yeah. they're throwing their patterns at me, I'm throwing patterns back at them, and we're not getting anywhere. So um, it's, it's a lot about so, taking down the resistance and being connected to a spirit inside of you. And I, I want to yeah. get Ame's comment, comment, Ame's comment about that. Before I do, I would like to say that you are on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network on 107.7 and 105.3. And we are also on Roku. You can see us on cable television as well as Facebook, YouTube, and other platforms. I am Bart Sharp, and this is Becoming Quantum Conscious, and our theme today is plant medicine with Ame Pena and Carol Johnson, and I've been so fascinated with this that I've not told anybody that Carol can be found at www.vitabrilliant, 
and that would be V-I-D-A-B-R-I-L-L-A-N-T-E dot org. And AME can be found at SovereignHealingSanctity.org. I'm going to spell that one out. S-O-V-E-R-I-G-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G-S-A-N-C-T-I-T-Y dot org. Sovereign Healing Sanctity dot org. So I know that's a big, long statement I just said, but <laughs> I may. Uh, what does uh, impersonal uh, sovereignty mean for you? Oh, so it's um, part. Of, so I came to Austin to create a 501c3 faith-based church organization um, in order for us beings that want to commune with plants to safely do it under legal constitution rights to exercise a religious freedom act here in the United States. So I give thanks to that. And the church is called Sovereign Healing Sanctity. Sovereignty. Ooh, I can't, that's a, that's a book in itself. So for, <laughs> so these plants allow us to come back to nature, to our divine essence, to who we really are. They're allies to show us back to our sovereignty. We've lost as humanity, as species right now, we've lost our sovereignty. We've given up our sovereignty in so many ways. Uh, mm -hmm. And we are going back to that and learning how to do that. So we, it's almost like a, through this healing journey, we learn how to take our sovereignty back. Sovereignty from the medical system, sovereignty from the law, sovereignty from all these things. So I'm going to go into that in a second. We are beings. We are light beings made from source divine creations, having a unique experience through the lens of source. And because we have become far removed from that, we uh, as beings sometimes are not having that clear channel to receive divine guidance from source. And that is what we're coming back to. So sovereignty. Go ahead. Sovereignty is about rec it's reclaiming your true power from within that essence that you are and learning how to radiate that into your world, into your space as your unique experience. And with a co-creation. So so it sounds like there's a word that I'd like to add to that is in communion with um, the earth, with how you are in communion or connected to a variety of sources of spirit, uh, whether that be with the plant medicine, uh, the ayahuasca mother, the earth, uh, air, elements, uh, just a variety of things. It's, it's almost like a vocabulary, a consciousness. You start to vibrate and use as part of your source of awareness. Correct. You become, you become much bigger. Well, we understand, we, we tap into the unified conscious, quantum conscious fields. 
And mm -hmm. this is, uh, so in part of my creating space for ceremonies and I, we, I am a guide to help others heal themselves. We are each our own healers. We are our sovereign healing beings. And we're, I guide people to show that path for them so they can find it themselves with love and gentleness. And that's the whole part of the sovereignty. I don't heal you. You came here to okay. heal yourself and I'm gonna guide you with love. And that's what we do. Yes. That's wonderfully said. And you mentioned that you have a church, which is, is one way that people can um, experience uh, plant medicines uh, in a safe environment and legally. And also, Carol, you also mentioned that you travel uh, to Peru and do ceremonies there. Uh, mm -hmm. But also on your website, Vida Brilliant, and I'm going to spell that, V-I-D-A-B-R-I-L-L-A-N-T-E dot org. You also have a group where you interact and discuss and give counseling and lectures and such to uh, coach people. Yes. yes. Um, the, 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 the organization is called Vida Brillante, which means bright life, which is what we're all aspiring for. Uh, we do have uh, a group that we have just originally, or just ah, recently started a membership model uh, and it's called the Virtual Mesa. And so for our community, uh, so that people can continue on a path with community members without necessarily having to sit with a mother, um, that they can come together and be supported. Uh, we do like a, a 90 minute Zoom call once a month. And then they also get a, um, guided uh, meditation or recorded sound healing from me uh, once a month just to help them on their path and on their integration is just more tools just to just to be a support um, yes for them so so you can check and, that out through our website cool and and um, a your your church is almost like a traveling church i mean you, you just came back from hawaii where you led ceremony there um and, and can you just share a little bit about what that was like? Besides uh, the beautiful weather? Uh, aloha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hawaii. Uh, so I had the blessing to uh, uh, hold a beautiful ceremony weekend with Combo, uh, which is a medicine from South America. It's frog medicine. And I uh, was able to host a mushroom ceremony. And then uh, we did, uh, and then at the end of the retreat, we did a toad, which is uh, 5-MeO DMT. So it's a cocktail of all of these animal and plant medicines that I curated in a retreat. And there was their first time communing with plants and animal medicine. So the reason why this is curated is because all of these plant allies and frog medicines and toad, they work together to have a quantum leap happen. 
it's a, an explosion of consciousness, of unveiling, of mm -hmm. healing. And that's exactly what happened. My clients and this retreat, uh, all their intentions were met. And they basically said, today is a good day to live and today is a good day to die. <laughs> <laughs> and they healed their inner child. We came together in our heart space. I had healing too. I mean, it's just a beautiful co-creation and we're each doing it ourselves and together. It's always that, you know, it's, it's and mm -hmm. in this universe, it's not good or bad. It's and it's mm. these layers on top adding. So, I mean, they had quantum, they had quantum consciousness happen, becoming yes. quantum conscious. Yeah. Indeed. And I know a lot of people, I, I have a friend that works with plant medicine in Brazil and she works with a lot of people that have been alcoholics and they've not been able to stop drinking. But when they go into this very intense three day or even two week uh, therapeutic experience, there's something that happens in their nervous system that they uh, become more reoriented to their parasympathetic nervous system. And when you, mm -hmm. when you start to become oriented to your parasympathetic nervous system, you drop into a state of relaxation, much like a, a Buddhist monk or the Dalai Lama in that they're very relaxed. They're very connected in, and how we would explain that because we've all had that type of consciousness as we were children and we lose that uh, somewhere between three, four, five, six, seven, eight years old. It just gradually goes away. That's uh, probably due to our society. But what I'm always hearing is that you're connecting to that type of thing. It's You're just using different words for it. Um, and with that said, um, we have about five minutes with the show. Um, and maybe we should end up with just each of each of you spending about a minute to two minutes explaining what you've seen people change into or how you see this changing the world. You know, what is your mission? Uh, kind of a combination and we'll go into that. And as y'all think about that concept, I'm going to tell people that next week, and this would be November 15th, uh, we have Sophie Strand, uh, author of The Madonna Secret, and she tells a fictional story, a novel, about Mary Magdalene. And I've been reading this book, and it's a challenging book in that she uh, is very traditional in some of the concepts. I'm, a, I'm very much a... a read a lot about Magdalene, but she stretches it in some very unique ways. So Sophie Strand will be on the show and you are once again on United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network uh, on 107.7, 105.3 on Roku, Facebook, and YouTube. And my name is Bart Sharp and this show is Becoming Quantum Conscious we are exploring all kinds of ways, consciousness 
evolves and becomes in her life. And this show has been on plant medicine, which is, boy, living in Austin, Texas, and being around a bunch of liberal people, uh, <laughs> plant medicine is one of the uh, talks that captures everybody's imagination. Uh, so I'd like to think that it's kind of a hot topic throughout the United States and throughout the world. So I'm really grateful both of y'all are on just having this kind of an educational hour with us. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, how do you see plant medicine evolving and you know what's what's the gift you think it brings to the world? Um, anybody want to start with that one? I guess I'll start. Um, so my my mission, my purpose on this planet, um, I I play the role as a medicine woman to safely curate these rituals so other people can have the space to heal themselves, heal their inner child. And as each one of us heal and we awaken our planet's ascension and the fulfillment of the eagle and the condor prophecy, which is a whole nother thing that we need to get into. Um, is <laughs> Another show. <laughs> another show. <laughs> and it's all connected. So my mission and my purpose on this planet is to I've been able with these plant medicines and allies, I've been able to heal myself uh, from my own addictions, which is just a symptom of our traumas and our ancestral generational traumas and collective stuff that's going on. It's the way I manifested in this planet. So I help with that very much. So I help with addiction lovingly and uh, in other areas as well. And um, I'm here to just create that space of love for everyone to have that space like I did to heal because we're each equally important and we're here to spread that love and heal sovereignly. Thank you cool. so much, Ame. That was Ame and her website is sovereignhealingsanctity.org. And Carol, would you like to lead us out? Sure. Um, you have about a minute. I would, okay. I would say that uh, with the work that I do and the work that I do with my husband um, is to help people to get past all of their traumas, to find their personal sovereignty, and to make more enlightened choices that are good for them good for their families, to have healthy families, good for their communities, so their communities can grow and flourish, and good for the planet, because this is our home. This is the only home, physical reality home that we have. And so my goal is to help as many people as I can to turn them on and, and light them up so that they can go out there and be another light in the world. Um, yeah. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I know you both have such sincerity about you. And uh, <laughs> I think sincerity comes from that journey of learning to transform your traumas and becoming a, a, a greater light within. And, and plant medicine has been such an important part of that for your lives. And 
uh, I just want to thank you for both being on the show today and um, being there. And Carol's website is www.vitabrilliant, and that's with an E at the end, .org. And uh, Carol Johnson, Ame Pena, I just thank you for so much for being on the show. Uh, it's been wonderful. Thank you. And uh, this is Bart Sharp with Becoming Quantum Conscious, and we'll see you next week with Sophie Strand and the Madonna Secret. Until then, many blessings to all.